Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Hello, you homeschoolers out there. Welcome back to Homeschool Together. Thank you for joining us. If you have a chance, head down into the show notes and find a way to leave us a nice, tasty review. We always enjoy seeing those come uh, come across our feed. We, we read them with a little bit of uh, wine in our inflatable hot tub outside. <laughs> yeah, that's how bougie we <laughs> are, you guys. Uh, you know, you know, with our, our with, hot tub. With, with our silicone wine cups. I know, which I got during COVID for my company as a Christmas <laughs> gift. It was like in this whole basket of stuff, and it's like silicone wine glasses. And we, and I was like, what are they trying to say about us in the middle? Of the pandemic we enjoy our kirkland rioja (laughs) (laughs) so it's funny because the last review we got somebody said all right i'm finally here you've been asking me to leave this review for two years they've been listening to our podcast and they finally left left us a review so thank you it really warms our hearts how dare you after 700 days (laughs) (laughs) it makes us feel good um and, you know, when new people look at the show and they want to know if it's yeah, right. like legitimate, they want to look at the most recent reviews. And if we don't have recent reviews, they think that maybe, yeah. you know, we're not still cool or something. Well, and if- we, we were actually never cool, but we appreciate that you guys might think so. So <laughs> <laughs> you could go on iTunes, leave no, us a review. The coolest thing ever is we had a whole podcast about the importance of Star Wars and homeschooling. And we didn't realize it, that, but it did got it did get released on May the 4th. And oh, we, yeah. That, that was, wasn't even planned. Oh, man, that was so awesome. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's, and how, that's how cool check we Check that out. We've got our... Gumroad store if you're doing an around the world journey we have resource guides there we've got some ways to support us Um, and so you have lots of ways to get in touch with us also if you have a great idea for the show Mm -hmm. you know we're in 2024 now and you and I've been done a lot of planning about the things that we want to talk about we have some great guests planned and and things for interviews Um, but if you have a topic that is you know you're really interested in and you know or things you'd want us to research or, or guests you want us to talk to Please reach out. You can get a hold of us on Facebook. You can reach us mm-hmm. at homeschooltogetherpodcast at gmail.com. So, you know, reach out to us. It's a new year. Uh, and we we kind of just talk about subjects we're interested in. But uh, we want to talk about what you all are interested in. So it, let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bang, like, from the people. We want to it's hear a, from the people. It's survey time, right? <laughs> it's funny. Our, our parent partnership just sent out the survey of what classes are we interested in for next year. Oh, yeah. um, so I feel like it's that time of year where we're... We're all planning what's coming up, and if there's something on your I'm mind, let us know. I'm interested in some classes taught by uh, Matthew Boozer, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so we, we, we did a nice little kind of a roundup. We always like to do this at the beginning of the year last week, uh, talking about you know our homeschool year plan. We'd like to talk about you know what our goals are for curriculum, mm-hmm. you know what what are the things we're shooting for. It's kind of a window into what we're doing. I know we talk about what we're doing, but that's, that's kind of like the centerpiece episode where we 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 just kind of like brainstorm about what we're what's coming up yeah. and off of that episode we kind of got into a little of a discussion about like resolutions and things we want to improve yeah like we kinda... like we were talking about all this curriculum we were going to yeah, do right, and what yeah. our plan was for the year and we were like man there's all these other parts of this of like what we want to do differently and 
like our own goals and things we want to change. So yeah, so I don't know. We're starting our 2024 resolutions. <sighs> I naming it that because I'm thinking maybe we will have resolutions next year. You know how resolutions are. It's always a thing like That's the some thing of you them hope to do. <laughs> yeah, some of them come true. Some of them come partially true. Some of them don't happen at all. They're aspirational though, and. Uh, it's funny. I work with a guy in the theater, and he's always like, "I he, like I love aspirational ideas. Mm-hmm. It's like you know they won't all get implemented, but it gets us thinking in the right direction. And even if we make some progress there, it's better than having just a totally achievable idea. I'm usually very much about achievable things. I, I don't want to give myself unrealistic goals, but this is like the one time a year when it's like, let's let's dream about it. Let's see what we could do. Yeah, I always like the term entitlement. It's like the best case scenario yeah. thing. I thing I could be entitled if I were able to be the controller of my life. You know, what would that thing be? Right. So we we've come up with a few ideas, mm-hmm. and um, we'll go ahead and go through the uh, those this you know right now. That basically these are what essentially resolutions or things that we want to improve. And yeah. one of the things that we see that you know as we homeschool, you know, we we've done this a number of years now, and mm-hmm. we we're iterating on you know trying to improve and whatnot, and thinking about. You know how we can improve things. I think the first thing that we've talked about is more field trips. That's yeah, getting out and doing things is something that right. I think we lack a lot. And obviously, coming out of the pandemic, we're kind of refiguring yeah. what to do. And I think, some things I think are just ac- now available that weren't weren't yeah. available even last year. And, and I think, programs. And I think stuff. we've I've acutely felt this in the last like two or three months. Now that we've gone into the rainy season and. Mm-hmm. You know, heaven forbid we're now in uh, the cold season. You know, I don't know what this is. It's so weird for us. It's 10 degrees outside. It's freezing (laughs) here in Seattle. (laughs) We don't cope with that super well. We're great with rain. Really good with rain. Ice, not so much. Yeah, the the screaming and tears that we've been hearing outside is all of our heat pumps (laughs) struggling (laughs) at this. (laughs) Absolutely true. Um, So the first thing we want to do is like getting out. So it's not just the McDonald's play area, Matthew, and it's not just the jumpy house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got one of those inflatable bounce houses And it's not the reptile museum which i think is pretty cool the reptile museum is actually really actually cool. really cool especially when they bring the turtle tur- the tortoise garden out and they throw all their, yeah in, in the, the summer yeah, in the summer it's very cool um but there's got to be things we got to be able to do with our kids you know we're homeschoolers we're home during the day you know 98 percent of the kids are in schools this has got to be a prime opportunity to be able to do something well our youngest dropped her nap this year so yes. you know last year we weren't you know, halfway through last year, still, we weren't able to really do anything in the afternoon. Ladies, get your Stanley mugs out and pour a little out for Matt. <laughs> I just don't get the Stanley mug thing. So anyway, um, you know, we weren't able to really do anything out in the afternoon or take like all day field trips really because she was still napping and we wanted mm. to respect the sacred nap. Um, but, now <laughs> sacred that, nap. but now that that's gone and now that our youngest is a little bit older, she's four and a half now, um, and she's kind of more amenable to going out and doing mm-hmm. things. I think this is a really good goal for us to try to find. And I really want to find some like off the beaten path things that I might not have known about. And, you know, not just the standard like kids activities in Seattle, you know, <laughs> but like <laughs> trying to find some kind of cool things. Um, like there's a there's a local animal shelter that does mm-hmm. that does special days. We're going to go with the scouts, but they can do, you know, they do homeschool days and things like that where you get to go and you get to learn about taking care of the animals and mm-hmm. you get this whole experience and you do a service project to help the habitats. Like there's all kinds of opportunities. I just need to be, I need to, to go out and just be more, um, be more inquisitive, ask more questions, and yeah. really do more research and get into it. Well, it's something that you've also brought up. It doesn't have to be the children's museum down the road or the tree museum or the butterfly museum. A lot of these things could be volunteer efforts like what you were talking right. about there. You know, one of the big things we did last year, I think it was very 
um, inspiring. And I think it was kind of, uh, kind of a change in the way we thought about things as we started to do some kind of philanthropy volunteer work where we went and harvested corn for the food bank, Mm -hmm. um, on a farm here locally, uh, as part of the scouts. And, And I think that's something that really like we, we saw that to be a really enriching moment for our children yeah. and like trying to think about what other opportunities there might be like, you know, at the food bank or something of that nature. You know, these outings and these field trips don't have to necessarily be um, purely, okay, we're going to learn about reptiles today. Or we're going to do this right. type of thing. You know, helping other people in our community, understanding our local community and some of the struggles in, the, in our local community, I think is also enriching and it's Absolutely. also educational. And I think it's Tons also, you know, enriching to our, our young kids, especially as they're growing up and starting to be, you know, empathetic thinking little little ladies um, to be able to be empathetic to other people is maybe something, uh, you know, a route that we can go as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is one of our, this is our, our first kind of resolution, get out more and more field trips. And our second one is to add more physical activity into our homeschool schedule. You know, we're but not just for us. We've talked about our physical. Well, activity. No, no, it's not yeah. for us. This is physical activity for our kiddos yeah. um, because we have our parent partnership that we're busy with. We have our activities we're busy with. We have lots to do at home with the curriculums that we're doing. Um, and we have our own kind of our own schedules and things, but really being intentional about, about getting kind of more PE time for our kids in the summer. It's easier, you know, we can get out and walk and things, but we have to, I think, make more time for it. You know, Mm -hmm. we went to our daughter's pediatrician, our older daughter a few months back. And she was like, is she getting 60 minutes of physical activity every day? And I was like, (laughs) uh, you know, I was like, I don't know. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder if she was in regular school. Could we say this? I don't know that we could because they, I mean, they have recess, but I don't even think the recess and lunch together with the time, I don't think that totals 60 no. minutes. Well, especially, um, you know, here in the winter season for us, it's, yeah. it can be challenging, you know? Right. And so we were like, okay, how can we get her more, you know, our youngest kind of doesn't, she doesn't walk anywhere. She runs everywhere. So we're not super worried about our youngest, but our older daughter, she really likes to, you know, sit and do audiobooks and things like that. And mm-hmm. how can we encourage her to have some more uh, physical hobbies and things? We got a pickleball set for Christmas, which oh, yes. was really, really fun. And she actually loved it. She, um, she really did. She, she really did. So we've been making time as a family to go and play pickleball. There's a court not far from us. And so we can go and play. Um, so we've been trying to do that. We've also been adding PE into our, our homeschool school. schedule. Yes, so yes. we have our we have a treadmill and we have an elliptical. We have some light weights and things, and we're just doing a little bit of things with her that she can, mm. you know, walk and listen to her audiobooks and do the things that she really loves while getting to stretch her legs on days when yeah. it's like super rainy or super cold outside. Yeah, it's one of the things that you know she has all these hobbies that she's been doing and and you know, one of the things with hobbies or, you know, interests that she has is that you have to practice these things. And, you know, you can't just go to your class once a week, you know, to your violin class or, you know, play basketball once or twice a week and, and think you're going to get better just doing it once, right? For an hour. Yes. Not enough. And so I've begun to fold those things into our homeschool on a daily basis, you know, um, I think we have violin, we have basketball right now. It's basketball season, right? So we actually, you cleared out a space in the garage. We yep. set up a hoop there and we set up some dribble drills and stuff. So yep. both of our girls actually are able to practice their basketball in the garage. In the garage. They can put on their rollerblades in the garage. You've mm-hmm. got this, the garage just is in a really great space because we're trying to acknowledge that, 
outside is not always going to be conducive all the time. Sometimes it's just, I mean, we go out in the rain. It's not like we don't, but sometimes it is just miserable. Yeah, sometimes you just don't want to go out in a drizzle at 42 degrees. Like you just don't want to. (laughs) Right. And I know that there's like, hey, you know, if we can get the proper gear for that. And I think there's some folks who are just totally geared to, in our like very first year of podcasting, we interviewed this gal who lived in Alaska with her family. And she was all, all about like, just you got to get the right gear. And her family was out all the time in the snow, all you know, every day and everything. And I was just like, I just, I think that there's, that's awesome. I just think that's so aspirational, but maybe that's just too far for us. Like we're definitely not a going out in the pouring rain in no. 30 you know, eight degrees. It's just, it's just not our jam. It's not who we are. Um, even with good boots and stuff. Uh, I think there's those families that can do that and they love to be outside in mm-hmm. any weather. Um, but we maybe don't have that much wherewithal. Well, and I've also put together, <laughs> so we need to yeah. have contingency plans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've also put together a little workout routine for our daughter to do, um, every day. It takes about, oh gosh, 20 minutes, maybe at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little, you know, light bands, um, some body are, weight exercises, things of that nature. We talked about, you've done a lot of research with this about yeah. things that she can do exercise wise that will help her to not be injured yeah. in the sports that she wants to play yep. because injury, injury is such a huge potential. So we're doing things that will strengthen certain muscles or give her more flexibility and hopefully mm-hmm. help her to not, you know, not get injured. That would be the worst. Yeah, yeah that, that, that would be the worst. Really where the injuries, I, for me and, and where I've seen injuries come in, obviously there are children who will fall and break an arm when they're young and stuff like that. And that's, yeah, that that's happens. Happened. There's some kids who are predisposed to having, you know, shoulders or hips pop out and things like that. Totally understandable. But a vast majority of those injuries and in sports kind of start to happen sort of in that middle school levels mm-hmm. where the physicality begins to increase. And so if you can get a little bit of a base level of you know, coordination. She's also very large and she's got a little bit of coordination thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's so she, large. I wonder she, where she gets that well, from. <laughs> yeah, I know. But she's trying to learn her body, right? And so I'm trying to give her some activities, um, you know, body weight exercises, squats, push-ups, things of that nature that are very, very light on the body. But just for her to kind of learn her body size yeah. and mass and be able to like just be more comfortable in moving with her, you know, body mm-hmm. and not be so awkward. I, I have basketball practice as well. So things of like running and sprinting. Mm-hmm. Um, she has big feet. She has long legs. It's like she's just trying to learn who she is yeah. um, as she keeps growing. And so I'm, I'm giving her some things to do there. She's large enough to be able to use her elliptical machine. So I give her a few minutes on that. And I do this all monitored. Well, yeah. And let, I mean, it's yeah. not like booze a boot camp. No, she's it's... she's out for, yeah, you're in the garage with her. And she, she only does each thing. She does like five push-ups or oh, something. Yeah, she does like, it's much. like very, it's very little. And then she does her dribble drills. She... She works up a good sweat and she is so she's proud in, of herself. She's proud of herself. She's so into it. She goes, mommy, today in my workout, I did this dribble <laughs> drill and I did this. And she feels really great. And we've noticed that she's sleeping better she since she started this because and she's not, she's not like really drug out, but she's just when it's time to go to bed, I think, she you know, right to bed. she, yeah, she, she's used up her battery, right? She's done the physical yeah. activity. And when it's like, you know, today it's icy outside. Like, what are we going to do? I'm we not gonna do anything we have now. to do stuff in our garage or in our house. And we've done the days of setting up the obstacle course throughout our house and having our kids do the <laughs> obstacle course, but we're kind of, we've moved a little past that. So this is a resolution for this year. And we've, 
we've started it here in January, but I'm hoping we can continue it. It's been really, really successful so far, and I've I've seen some payoff on the basketball side of it as well. So definitely a lot of and, she's gaining confidence and and using and, her body. I think that's a good way to put it. Well, and that's the other thing. That's the other thing too is when you know when she is engaging in sports and physical activity with other kids, you know, being able to be successful in that. You know, feeling like you have enough endurance, feeling that you have the strength and you have the coordination, you've practiced the sport, whatever it might be, and feel like you, you've had some success is a positive, you know, building experience. And so that's yeah. something that I really like. And, and I'm starting to see that today was our first game. We did really well. She did really well. And I was really happy for that because she's put in that work she leading up so to that. Excited. She was. So going beyond that is one of the things that we've talked with some um, homeschooling journeys episodes that we've done some interviews, people talking about this idea of personal responsibility and mm-hmm. some initiative and children doing their home homeschool work on their own and independent I mean, that's the learners. Goal. The I goal mean, is to build there, right? Know, we're, we're transitioning now slowly up that hill towards Independenceville, where, where hopefully our kids know how to learn how to you know, pay their bills and live and make meals and do their well. We have some whatever. friends. Yeah. We have some friends who have a high schooler now, and he yep. he is very independent in his learning. Yep. And you know, I've been talking with her about this being just a really gradual journey that they started on about him understanding the things he'd signed up for, taking responsibility for those mm-hmm. things, and you know, them guiding and helping, but kind of just building on it every year. And so that's why we introduced the Kanban board at the end of last year for our older daughter, and just giving her a sense of you know these are the things that are on your plate today and you can be in charge of how you manage your time Mm -hmm. giving her a little bit of freedom to say like okay i'm going to do this first i'm going to do the math first and it's funny she will take sometimes the hardest thing and do it first she was saying to me the other morning hey mom if i wake up in the morning and i read for 20 minutes to my sister does that count as my reading for the day and i'm like absolutely it does and she was like oh you know so (laughs) she was like okay so she's starting to figure it out and i think one of our real goals this year is to try to start fostering that, you know, sense of responsibility and time management. It's like, it's very basic. She, her list of Kanban items is like six items. It's not very much, but well, well, also you ha- know. having an understanding of what do you need to accomplish? Like what, right. what are those things? And, you know, for so many years, she would just sit down at the table and go, okay, what am I doing, dad? And then daddy would then do all the things. Yeah, exactly. But now it's starting to, she can look at the board and say, okay, those are the things I have to do. And every day it's different because that night, like the night before, I will sit there and go, okay, tomorrow she has basketball practice. So I'm not putting basketball on there. She's going to have like over an hour mm-hmm. plus playing with the kids. I'm going to take the workout off the board. Um, you know, oh, we, we have plenty of reading math work we did yesterday, so we, she's not going to do any math. So she gets to the board and says, oh, I only have these five things I have to do today. Right. And, and we, we've told her this is gating yeah. your free time. Yeah. So the more free time that you want, and there's been some days where she's really procrastinated her work. We've been talking a lot about procrastination yeah, lately, yeah. and she's been like avoiding, avoiding, avoiding. And then her sister wants to go and play Lego, and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, hey. Sorry, kid. You haven't done the things well, yet for this, your board. This and, really hit home the other day remember when she had a play date oh after yeah, after was, so was that on friday um yeah that was on a friday on she, a friday so she normally we to... finish at like noon and she was going to go directly to her friend's house for an afternoon play date mm-hmm. and we were like i'm sorry you can't go you haven't finished your dishes you haven't done your math and reading she hadn't done yeah she'd been at the parent partnership for a couple of hours i had given her stuff to do and because she had like a couple free periods she was she had a free hour that she has to do work and there was a responsible parent that she was with in the library and i said hey all of your stuff is in your bag 
I've, right. I've put together all these things. None of it needs me. You can do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. I want you to do it. And so I was texting with my friend and that's the responsible parent. I'm like, is she doing her work? He goes, oh, she's playing. And I was like, I wanted to text and say, can you please tell her to do her work? But I'm like, no, she needs to feel she, yeah. the consequences for right. not and doing she had, her work. And yeah. before she left in the morning, I said, hey, remember your one chore is to empty the dishwasher. And yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do it later. You know, and I'm like, OK, just know that you can't go on your play date. So it's funny. She gets home. She had done none of her work. She mm-hmm. had not done her, the dishwasher. She had not done these things. And she had to slog through all that work. And it was like her play date was delayed by like an hour and a half. And her friend is like, <laughs> it was like sitting at the window waiting longingly for her. <laughs> we to told her, we were like, I kept texting her mom going, ah, it's going to be another half hour. Because not only was did she have to do this work, but then she got really upset that she had not done the work earlier. She right? was upset so, at herself. For, yeah, yeah. So she learned a big lesson. And man, that like really changed. the, 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 the And that's when the, I think, Two days later, she's like, if I do my reading in the morning, am I I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and so I'll start telling her things like, hey, I'm turning on the dishwasher tonight. So in the morning, it will be ready whenever you want to do it tomorrow. It just has to be done before dinner. And she's like, okay. Yeah, I no mean, problem. she she understands now. And so I think it's, it's very small things that we ask for yeah. help with. Um, but it's really made a big difference in our workload for a couple of these things. And for her to... You know, take that responsibility that she knows, hey, reading time's got to get in. Math's got to get in. And yeah. it's, it's, we're gently trying to gently guide her because that's your whole life is like that. You've got to plan and prioritize. And I think the Kanban board has been very helpful being that kind of that visual tool to start that discussion and start the, you know, the discussion around, you know, what do I have to do? What do I have to accomplish? Um, do I, you know, what, how do I prioritize those things? Um, how much procrastination can I allow in my day to still get the things I want at the end of the day? So, yeah, she's having to do that. She's that, learned a ton in she's the last having, couple months. Yeah, she's it. having to do that internal calculus in order to find out, you know, okay, I have responsibilities. I'm not, you know, a little, little baby kid who can just play all day long. There's been a bunch of times where I go and pick up sis, younger sister from preschool and she, my older daughter looks at it longingly and goes, I wish I could be in a preschool. I'm like, yeah, but if you were in preschool, you couldn't do sleepovers. You couldn't go on cruises with Nana and Papa. You couldn't do this you and this. Couldn't go to camp. Couldn't go to things. camp. And she goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's starting to understand that. Like, oh, because I'm older, I have more responsibility. With great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Good job, Peter Parker. Um, so th- I think that has been a good thing. I think we're going to continue that. We're going to see how much further we can get with that and, and see what type of um, growth we can we can cultivate over the time yeah, over so this we're year. Hoping hoping we can continue to help foster that this year yep. through Kanban or you know whatever method. Um, another one that we have here on the on our list is the idea of more thoughtful conversation. Yeah, I, a lot of times we you know we're doing our math, we're doing our reading, we're doing you know our ancient ancient civilizations. But a lot of times the ancient civilizations like we're reading, we're quickly doing a bunch of projects, we're doing things. This person did this, and this yeah. person did this, and it's a lot of the what's. Yeah. And you know our our daughter now at at eight and a half is. It's funny, like I feel like that's so young, but at the same time she has a lot of thoughts and feelings about she does. things, and she does. so we're you know, one of our kind of our resolutions for this year is just to try to talk with her more about the why Mm -hmm. and not just, just the what trying to connect it, trying to get her thoughts. And, you know, why do you think so-and-so would have done this? How do you feel about it? You Mm -hmm. know, what are other options? What are, you know, just trying to kind of engage in more discussion because 
what we're realizing is she has a lot of feelings about the things that she's learning and that we're reading and things. And, um, sometimes we're so much, we're so focused on like, okay, let's get through this next chapter, whatever, that we're not having that kind of thoughtful discussion. Yeah. That, that's always, I'm, it's something I'm starting to realize almost as a critique on myself is I need to start thinking about bigger picture and thinking about the, the, the more nuance of what we're doing. Yeah. I think a lot of times, I don't, I don't know if you guys experience the same thing listening, um, maybe put some comments in the YouTube below or, you know, leave us a message on a Facebook group. But I, I sometimes feel like when I'm doing the homeschooling, I'm just a big giant to-do lister. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, I got to do this. Then I got to do this. Then I got to do this. And the minute I finish the reading, I'm like, all right, we're moving on to the next thing. And I'm, okay, we're yeah. going to do this next thing because, you know, uh, Emily's got this next item in the build your library you know, <laughs> thing and I've got to go get that knocked off. And okay, time to do your copy work. You know, it's like, I, there's not a lot of time to do. I, I, I sometimes, I miss the time of, you know, asking her what she thought about that. Yeah. You know, how do you feel about, you know, this giant battle in the middle of, of, you know, Northern Iraq, um, you know, yeah. where Alexander beats Darius you know, at, Gaga, yeah. at Gagamela, right? Like, what do you think that must have looked yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, you know, where we studied the Battle of Isis and everything. You know, like, could you imagine staring at 40,000 men across a river and they all want to throw spears and shoot arrows at you? It's like, how scary is that, you know? Yeah. You know, all that type of stuff. So you know, right now we're studying Alexander. So, yeah. um, but, but like, like yeah. I, I, I sometimes maybe miss out, miss those opportunities where, you know, ask her what she thinks about these things. And mm. I think that's something where, I want to, I want to be able to pull more out of her because she, you know, I forget that, you know, she's eight years old eight and a, she's going to be about eight and a half now. And, you know, she's a deep thinker. She has a lot of she has ideas and thoughts and stuff. And I want and to be able to hear those things. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to hear those things. I want to be able to pull those things out from her. And I want her to work through things herself and, and like think, yeah. you know, out loud, you know, a lot of times there's a lot of people online who, you know, they do a lot of like thinking out loud. And mm-hmm. they do it in real time and, and stuff like that. And and it's fun to watch people do their thinking. You know, like you, yeah. they go down a track and go, oh, no, that's the wrong way to think about that. Okay, you pull back and then you go down a different path. And, and you know, I do like to see her in with the way she thinks. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think yeah. about that? There was this one game I used to play with her. Um, it was kind of like an engineering problem where I said, okay, um, I'm stuck up in the room and... I have broken my leg. Um, make me a robot that will help me and also make me dinner and everything. And so she started coming up with these elaborate things mm-hmm. of like these walking uh, uh, ovens that would come <laughs> up with giant arms. And and they were so impractical, but they were fun to see her brain kind of churn and, and do things yeah. like that. And I think uh, you know, this year I want to do a lot more, you know, talking to her and, and trying to do pull some thought the, experiments. Yeah, thought experiments and, yeah. and see what she's thinking and what is she imagining. Because you do have those moments. I, I think when we, yeah, this week when we were doing the, uh, we were at the parent partnership and we were studying the Battle of Isis, uh, where Alexander uh, chases off Darius for the first time. Um, I said, you know, how would you have done the battle? She goes, oh, I would have put my archers here and my slingers here and my yeah. my caravans here and all this type of stuff. And I was like, oh, cool, you know, like, you know, I I don't know if that would have been successful. Well, that sounds really cool, and you it's, know that type of stuff. It's cool to see like what she's taken in, and yeah. even with the books that she's reading or listening to, or the books we read to her, that you know the story books and mm-hmm. things to get her feelings about you know what the characters did or what they're going through. Mm-hmm. She has lots of thoughts, and well, remember she came up to you this week. Where she's reading. Um, we read Percy Jackson. We were watching the new show on Disney. Very good. Yeah. Um, she's also now like two or three episodes deep yeah, she's in the third book, third book of, of percy jackson on audio now so it's like she's left us behind remember she came to you and she said 
mommy is the center of the gods and the western yeah, do you really think that the center of western civilization is in the united states and i'm like that's a deep why what <laughs> uh, and she was like because that's where mount olympus is <laughs> and i said well okay but that's his mythology and she's like are you really sure and because i think the books are the books are written in such a way yeah. that they, they really speak to kids and so she she really feels like this is real and she like, really oh. wanted she really looked at you and she goes i really want this to be I was real like, no honey, there's That's... no minotaur you know like <laughs> that'd be she, pretty cool yeah i was like that would be really neat but this is mythology and so she was like oh and then we had to kind of talk about how she felt about that because yeah. she was she, she was a little pretty, bummed. She was bummed. I remember it was the same way when she found out that the world of Harry Potter was not real. Um, <laughs> and that was like, I think last year, she was really, she was really upset about that. It, it was like, you know, I could see it kind of killed some of the magic for her that, you know, it mm-hmm. wasn't really real. It was like, well, but it's cool to live in that world for a little bit while we listen to it, while we read it. Right. Yeah. And so she, I think she's kind of getting that, but um, but yeah, so engaging her more about her thoughts, I think that's a good resolution to have. From my perspective, I would really like to be more engaged this year with our homeschool. You know, we've kind of joked that I do the planning and you do the execution. Um, but I, now that our girls are getting older, I just, mm-hmm. I really want to f- carve out some time. I mean, I got, and, a, I got a lot of chapter books if you want to <laughs> read them. <laughs> I know. Well, so that's, you know, chapter books is what usually ends up falling to me, right? No, it's like, I have now picked up a lot of chapter books. Right. I I'm reading some serious up, chapter books. It's helping me, you know, pump up my numbers in my books <laughs> per books. year. <laughs> so, yeah. And, you know, I think the problem for me is that chapter books are an easy thing. It's like, okay, cool. I can read that at night. But now our younger daughter wants me to read to her too. So trying to get through chapter books is really inconsistent because every other night I, is the only night I can read to our older daughter. Um, so I'm like still to, working through Potter, right? Oh my gosh, it's taken a long time to work through Order of the Phoenix. Um, so, so yeah, like I'd love to, um, I'd love to start engaging with other parts of homeschool with them, whether that's an art project or something for science or um, an activity or a field trip or something. I'd like to find ways to engage beyond just mom can read this chapter book because that's. I've I've fallen down on the job on that one a few times now having to go back and forth until we're at the point where I can read to both kids together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd like to just take a little bit more active role if I can and carve out some time. That's something oh. I feel like sometimes I miss out a little bit. Then Mr. Matt Daddy Bear would be happy to hand you <laughs> over some, some stuff. Yeah, I'd be happy to give you things. Right. Well, now that we're, we really have two children, um, now that our, our four-year-old is really starting to get into wanting to work on curriculum and things, it's like okay, you know, you need the help too. And, and I want to get the chance to, you know, get to teach her. And Mm -hmm. anyway, that's just my own personal thing. Sometimes I feel like I'm hearing a lot about the homeschool and I doing all the planning and I'm really involved with that piece. And we talk about it a lot, but I don't get in the trenches very much. I feel more like, uh, you know, the coach and not the player. And sometimes I want to play. All right. Got a player coach. Come on in. Yeah. Put me in coach. Yeah. I want to, I want to play a little bit more. All right. No, no, I'll I'll welcome you in. Another one that we are thinking about doing a lot more. um, We did the, um, the blossom and root prehistory last year. And we, 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 you know, obviously that is science. (laughs) And so we treated that as science. And, but this year we're, we're thinking about, we want to do some more science um, because we don't really have anything really concrete lined up uh, for us to do. Yeah, we wanted to do Blossom and Roots uh, Year One Science, which mm-hmm. I, I bought, and it looks great. Wonders of the Earth and Sky. It looks awesome. Um, but we're just not finding the time with all the other things we have going on. We might take a look at it in the summer. But mm-hmm. we were talking more about 
um, we'd just love to get our girls some more like hands-on science, some more like hands-on experiments and natural yeah. world observation stuff. So yeah, that's something that we in, ends up going by the wayside a lot. Yep. If you guys have any uh, comments or ideas around that, f- feel free to comment on those. That, that's something really good. I'm not really into like, hey, let's do all these fun little experiments. I'd rather have something that is um, thoughtfully put together um, that can drive home concepts that feed into a larger theme. Um, I think that is the right. best so that they can have some type of tranche of of understanding of science and, and going through the process. But it's not just like random ad hoc experiments that kind of jump around. I know yeah. that's kind of fun, but, you know, because, oh, you know, you know, bubbling volcanoes and then, you know, ch- you know, pH experiments here. But it's like, you know, I would love something... I would love for them, like what you had said, like the earth and science, you know, the atmosphere and earth stuff. I mean, that would be a good thing for them to do, but yeah. maybe they're not going to be as interested in that. I'm, I'm just trying to kick around ideas on like, do I, am, am I going to have to go down the road of DIYing it or, you know, is there something out there that I can do? Yeah. We looked at know. building, um, building foundations for scientific understanding and yeah. that was, um, and what's the one that they made? Um, there, there was the homeschool one that they there, did. Yeah. So, it, so we just haven't found anything that really clicked with us. I think there's got to be some mix, right? You need to have some amount of like practical, um, you know, hands-on experiments and some things that might be a little flashy and things just to like keep that interest up and say, Hey, maybe we're doing the early building blocks, but science is really cool and science can do really cool things. And I think you gotta like show that sometimes, but we also want to build, you know, build a good foundation, like you're saying. So that's it. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just going to jump into chemistry. That's <laughs> it. We're going right to the periodic table. Um, if we can, <laughs> if we can find some time, I really do want to try the blossom and root. Um, if we don't do it now, we'll do it certainly when we, we loop back around and, and do grade one again. But, um, but yeah, science is something that we just, we've, we've struggled to find time for and, yeah. um, and, and the right avenue to teach it and things. And part of it, too, was that our younger daughter was so young that she was really in the, like, being dangerous phase for a while. And we're getting, we're, like, coming out of that at four mm-hmm. and a half now. Mm-hmm. She's getting to be a little bit less dangerous. So <laughs> we could maybe do some experiments and things. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to toy with a lot of it um, this summer when I have a little bit more time. And I can yeah. kind of tease it out. Because as we said in last week's episode... Um, we're going to be ramping up our four-year-old for she's going to be five this summer um, into her kind of a kindergarten level curriculums right start math all about reading uh, starting to do the around the world the curriculum yeah she is like so so excited we are we're starting to get geared up and that's going to be like i got two you know brain engines i got to keep feeding now it's like i got two locomotives i got to shovel coal into um, and so i've got to figure out how to manage that and then you know is there a way i can do science around the two yeah. of them so i'm and, I'm, and, I'm tra- and with t- together yeah keep science, maybe keep try to do it together, together. I and I, i'm gonna kick around and see see what type of ideas i can do i can do around that and maybe we'll share with that um later or if you guys have comments feel free to put them down below um and then the last one for me is managing my time a little bit more um mm-hmm. i feel a little bit you know what? What's Bilbo's line? Uh, I feel like too little butter spread over too, too much, much bread. bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so like, I, I feel like I want to, you know, manage my time a little bit better. I think that's going to require me to be a little bit more disciplined. Um, you know, mm-hmm. not looking at my phone as much. You know, one of the big changes that I made in the last year and a half was I I, I moved all of my reading, uh, physical reading, to the audio form. So it allows me to still accomplish all the books that I want to read. Um, but I do it in an audio form. It allows me to go faster. 
Um, I can chunk it up a little bit easier. I can you know, read my books when I normally couldn't sit down and read a book. Um, that saved me a lot of time, gave me more time to do some more homeschooling, more, more stuff like that. But I'm talking about more of my like own personal time, like, like goals and projects that I have myself or, you know, projects and hobbies that I'm working on. I think I want to try and figure out a way to, to do that. You know, obviously I have my fitness stuff, my working out and all that stuff's important yeah. to me, but you know, I think my hobby, some of my hobbies got left behind last year. And well, and I think some of them kind of, I, I think, you know, you, you need to fill those and, and I'm pushing yeah. you too to, you know, keep up with the things that are important to you. But that there have been plenty of times where that's impinging upon our homeschool because yeah. we didn't plan our time well. And and yeah. I have the same, I have the same problem, right? So I think it's that discipline of, you know, getting up at a consistent time, which means going to bed at a consistent time. Yeah. Um, having a solid plan for the day that involves, hey, you know, let's get all of our work done here so that the kids can have free time and then you can have free time to do your things too. Where, Whereas, oh, hey, um, we got a little bit of a late start this morning, didn't get up, didn't do my yeah. workout. So now I'm going to have the kids do some, you know, uh, some cartoons for a half hour so that I can have time to do this thing. And yeah. then, oh, we, I didn't, I didn't prep for breakfast. Okay. I got to get this. Okay. Another half hour goes by and then you just, you lose that whole morning, which is that key for our daughters. It's really a key time for them learning in the morning. I agree. Um, and so, yeah, that can make the rest of the day really squirrely. And I've noticed it too. I've started to get up in the morning and, and do my workout in the morning. It's really helped me be more present and be able to focus mm-hmm. more with them when I'm home. Um, you don't feel like, oh, I've got to get out there. You know, can you give me some time or you do that type of stuff? Yeah, you, it's already done. You finished your work. You can enjoy your time doing X, Y, or Z later. Well, and I feel like too. I mean, you do it. I do it. We're we're both totally guilty of it. Of the kind of like, I just. I'm taking time for myself right now, but not in a, not in a, I have a hobby or something. It's more like a, I need my own downtime. Mm-hmm. And I think that that feeling of frazzledness comes from times when we weren't as prepared. Yeah. You know, when we were prepared, we had a game plan and we went in and we did that mm-hmm. and it all went really well. It's the days when it's like, oh, we didn't take thing, things out. We didn't get up on time. You know, all that stuff happens that it just unravels our you whole pay, day. You pay the price for it. Well, right. And then we end up having to just be like, I need half an hour because the kids are driving me crazy right now. Yeah. And it's like. There's a cost. You have to pay You have to pay it so, sooner or later. Right. So yeah. we even end up taking more time out of our day mm-hmm. to, you know, we end up procrastinating bits of homeschool and different things because, you know, maybe the kids were a little crazy because we didn't have our own act together. We I didn't know. feed them on time. And so they got hangry. I mean, just it kind of snowballs on us. So yeah. time management. Yeah, really we see important. that a lot of times, like going to bed at the right time, putting them to bed at the right time. Oh, that's so key. You know, and and like doing all, like all just kind of feeds in on itself. And if you, if you don't do the right things at the beginning of the day, then you don't do the right things at the end of the day. It all begins to kind of compress like an accordion. And then, you know, you, you pay for it and, you know, when things start to break or you start to break. And so I'm, I'm trying to think about, you know, what can I do to balance my time a little bit better and, and maybe hopefully improve the experience uh, yeah. throughout the year. Build, build some consistent routines, I think is what we're really trying to do. Yeah. I think finding the time to do the things I want to do so that I feel fulfilled makes my enjoyment during the day and managing all the things I have to manage and do more enjoyable so right. like, i think they feed on itself yeah. yeah yeah when you've gotten up you've had a good breakfast you've had your workout you've done the things you needed to do yeah. before the kids are up and moving 
you can approach homeschool without this kind of weight. Like, oh, exactly. I have things I need to do. Yeah. And if I, I definitely feel Yeah, if I've knocked too. off a good portion of the things I got to do in the day before, you know, the, the day has begun, it makes, makes things a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. So well. we hope these, you know, us thinking about our resolutions maybe kickstart you thinking about, you know, what can you do to improve your, you know, the, 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 the improvement cycle within your own homeschool, within your own, you know, homeschool world uh, with your children and your family. And in your home, hopefully you can, you know, think about ways to, you know, just nibble away and improve. It doesn't have to be big step, you know, big giant step improvements. You can just take those little itty bitty steps and see if you can improve your day, which helps to improve your children's day, which Mm -hmm. helps to improve your family's experience, especially around homeschooling. I think it's the most important. Um, And so that's what we're doing. So hopefully you guys can find a little bit of inspiration on your end and we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!